This episode is brought to you by Patreon, specifically the Comic Pop Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash comic pop and find out more about how you can keep the lights on here at Comic Pop. And don't worry, we've got plenty of fun rewards, including early access to videos and weekly updates about what's happening here at the studio. That's patreon.com slash comic pop. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes the friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. Mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusade of the law. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Elseworlds Exchange. I'm Sal. And I'm Joel. Welcome back, Joel. Oh, always happy to be here. It's been, it feels like it's been a long time. It kind of has, I think, and it's funny, you know, some people ask me where it's like, hey, Joel, does it feel weird when you're not on Elseworld every week? And I'm like, nah, because I always get bumped for really good guests. If I got bumped for someone less cool than me, I might have an issue with it. But it's always <laughs> someone like, hey, I got Bendis, I got Ennis, I got to D. I'm like, well, I, I, I can't fight with that. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a very uh, that's a very positive way to look at it, I think. <laughs> Um, so before we get into our main topic of the hour, I wanted to mention uh, a number of things. House cleaning, if you will, because it has mm-hmm. been it has been a while. Uh, first up, this weekend, Baltimore Comic Con Live, BaltimoreComicConLive.com. A lot of the panels are going to be streamed through Comic Pop. Nice. So s- just subscribe and you'll be inundated with panels. Uh, I think they're going to be selective about which panels are coming through here. But uh, keep an eye out. Uh, but if you want to watch the whole damn thing, just go to BaltimoreComicConLive.com. I'm going to throw that actually into the chat right now just so you can get there. Um, normally, I don't do these. Like we've, we haven't done these in a long time. Um, and the reason for that is just like hard to do. Like, mm. you know, they're, they're, they're complicated. They're a, they're a quagmire. Um, but this is particularly exciting because, number one, I love Baltimore Comic Con. I know you do. Uh, I'm just a big fan of the show. It's a really like tight, fun show with a lot of really like A-list creators and just really incredible fans who uh, like of those creators who also have a cross reference with us. And so like I find that we have a better fan engagement. We have a better audience reaction uh, or interaction at Baltimore than we do at any other mm. show. Um, so you, that's uh, really fun. You, you love it so much that just through osmosis, I kind of ended up loving it too, just because your passion for it was so infectious. And you're like, hey, this Baltimore Comic Con thing. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, how about that? I'll tell you a quick story about Baltimore Comic Con in terms of my enthusiasm for it and how it got me into trouble. Uh, I had been hyping it up back when we first formed the weekly poll before we poached you. And uh, I was like, man, Baltimore, like, they, you know, they were like, what cons do we need to go to? And I'm like, well, New York, obviously, San Diego would be cool. And Baltimore Comic Con. And they're like, Baltimore Comic Con? Why that one? And I'm like, because it's it's small, but we have, like, exclusive access to an, a, a, a plethora of incredible creators and an incredible amount of audience. And it's a big show with a lot of great stuff, but, like, it's contained. It's not a lot of levels and crap. And mm. uh, and so Benny, Rob, and Eris from Variant were like, yeah, let's go! <laughs> and they went, and, like, the next day we're like, I'm leaving! Uh, <laughs> Because it was all about, it was just, it, there was no, there, there was nothing else besides the comics. Right, right. Right. And that's, that's what Baltimore is. It was all about the comics and the comic creators, like movers and shakers, uh, collaborators, YouTubers, Hollywood big, nobody goes to that show. It's <laughs> just the comic stuff. Uh, so that's really awesome. Uh, but I, but I love that because they were just like, okay, we're here. It seems kind of small. I'm like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I call it cozy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we did have like unbelievable access, uh, to the, to, 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 to creators and, and indeed we will, 
uh, this weekend. So BaltimoreComicConLive.com. In fact, some of us are actually going to be showcasing at this Mm -hmm. con. Uh, I myself will be uh, moderating a couple of, I think at least one panel, if not two. Uh, Nice. It's kind of up in the air. I'm happy to do only one. But uh, but Joel, you're you're also headlining a thing, and you're doing much more work yes. than me. What's uh, what's <laughs> happening? Well, well, thank you for uh, what is it being the go between on this. But yes, Saturday, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will be helping run a game of Dungeons and Dragons with some truly amazing comic book creators that you know. Our buddy Jim Zub is going to be there. Troy Little, uh, Cecil. Uh, oh, I can never Castellucci. say her last name. Casalucci is going to be there and just oh oh it's going to be so much fun to think I've only been doing my own like D&D stream capes and quests for like a year and already it's like hey time to you know move up to the big leagues move over Matt Mercer here comes Joel (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was it was a that came up in the meeting uh I was like here's a great idea and we went with it and I'm so excited to see it uh and zub you know he runs his own his own game and so i think he was really excited to get an opportunity to just kind of play just get his his hands dirty and have a good time so Mm -hmm. that's gonna be fun check that out uh saturday 11 p.m right after the ringo awards yes Um, so yeah uh, check that out also i wanted to mention the best part about that is that if i do good uh it'll be great and if i do bad it'll be hilarious so you definitely want to show up it's it's worth watching either way really (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I also wanted to mention, of course, at the top of the hour, this show is brought to you by viewers like you. If you're watching the show live, welcome to the live uh, show. And uh, I want to let you know you are a potential sponsor of today's episode. By using Super Chats, you can ask a question or make a comment, and we'll read it here on the show. Super Pooper, for example, says, you guys made me anxious that MJ was kindred. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, really glad it wasn't. I don't want to spoil because it just came out just this past week. We're not quite on mm. the next week yet, but I will say we uh, Joel pitched a, a Mary Jane Kindred that was mm. too much of a terrible idea for it not to be real. Uh, I'm very <laughs> thankful it wasn't necessarily real, although I will say regarding the Kindred spoiler or the Kindred reveal at the end of the last issue of Amazing Spider-Man, um, I don't think we've seen it all yet. No, I uh, until proved otherwise, I am still married to my multiple Kindred theory. Yes. So uh, today we're talking about the DC Future State, DC 5G, DC Future Shock, <laughs> DC Convergent. What? What's happening? I'm, I'm glad you called it Future Shock, too, because no shit over on my other show, The Comic Multiverse. I called it Future Shock for like a whole episode until I was corrected. Literally, it's still up on Comics Beat. They called it Future Shock. No, okay, so uh, th- that's not me being stupid. That's a weird Mandela effect happening. It, it's, it completely is. Every time I've been Googling future state, I'm like, okay, future state, I don't think that's actually an expression. No. But every time I think of it, I, I can't remember what the following word is after future. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, ha, what is DC 5G canceled? And then it's like, oh, okay, future state. Thank you. Uh, yeah, DC future state. We are going to break down exactly what the hell did it, where did this come from? What mm-hmm. is it? What can you expect yes. about it? And is it replacing everything? So we'll talk about that uh, at the top. Yay. 
before I do, of course, Scoro has a big uh, super chat. Thank you very much, Scoro, for your support. It says, I haven't had the chance to drop in on a live show in a long time, so I thought I'd show some love to my favorite podcast. Thank you, Scoro. Uh, hey. I'm happy to hear that. By the way, if you do love it as a podcast, you may want to subscribe over on everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elseworlds Exchange is available on Spotify, Amazon, iTunes, Apple Music, everything. So go check it out. I know it's also available on Stitcher, and I think Stitcher's dead because I looked at the numbers and woof. Uh, there are still people listening to the show on Stitcher, so thank you very much for you loyal Stitcher listeners. But let me tell you something. There's like less than a dozen of you. <laughs> I always really liked Stitcher's interface. I do too. Yeah, I, of course, was available. I, I knew about it because of Kev when he did the Stitcher uh, exclusivity with uh, Smodcast for a time. And I was like, oh, cool. Okay, this looks nice. And then I, you know, fell off of all podcasts for a while, then started making my own. And uh, so now I'm like, oh, Stitcher. Yeah, I know Stitcher. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, if you want to listen to the show, you can always check it out there. If you do, by the way, you get two shows for the price of one. You get Off the Rack and Elseworlds Exchange, mostly just because it costs money to host your podcast. And it's like a lot. So yeah. I could spend a lot or I could spend a lot twice. So I'm just going to spend a lot and just go with that. Makes sense. Uh, yeah. So um, this all. So, Joel, uh, before we even start about what, what, what Future State is and what the titles are, where did this mm. begin? <laughs> How did this all start? It feels like it kind of came out of a need that we're heading to that five to eight years time frame that DC's usually at, where it's like, oh, too many books have reached 100 issues. Oh, we got to gotta do something to, you know, sh- shake things up. You know, got to rattle some cages there. <laughs> got to make everything fresh and new. And I- I'm going to be fully honest. Uh, I'm reading so precious few DC books right now. I've not been able to get invested in most of what's coming out right now. So honestly, it's like I I was sitting here counting down to like, okay, so death metal's done in January. What do you got for me after that? Because something has to happen. And for the longest time, I thought, well, they're going to do another crisis. It's got to be a crisis in, you know, ideology, if not in name. Then you read death metal and death metal's like, no, you know, crises are bad writing and crises, you know, only come about when people lose faith and we're never going to lose faith. And I'm like, oh, so you're not going to call it a crisis, though. No. Yeah. In fact, uh, death metal is considered to be an anti-crisis, though it has been proven to be anything. But uh, it is very much a status quo. Like It's the possible bridge to a new status quo. Mm hmm. We are getting the Endless Winter event coming after yes. Death Metal. Uh, but I think that's more like a story arc, like like Underworld Unleashed or, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, like just a, just a story that happens in like a final night was, a, was yeah. a story, you know, where it wasn't a status quo shift. It wasn't a universal altering event. It was just like, here's something that happens to the heroes. And they have to fight it and it takes all of them to do it, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of people are hungry for. Indeed, because. Like, it's not like, why did it have to take the Batman who laughs putting his brain into the body of Dr. Batten in order to have the entire Flash family come together? Like, I know. Right? Did we really, I don't know. It just seems like, the, hey, maybe the they, could just, they could have done it whenever they wanted. They just chose not to. Right. You know what it takes to bring every X-Man together? A baseball game. <laughs> <laughs> so. Actually, speaking of which, no baseball in any of the Hickman era so far. No, real missed opportunity. Outrageous. There should be a baseball diamond. Like There really should have been. There really should. Yeah. They shouldn't have challenged the sword bearers of Akaro to a sword fight. It should have been to a baseball game. You get your best guys together. We'll get our best guys together. 
that would have been amazing. Jam. Yeah, they could have really cashed in on the Space Jam nostalgia. <laughs> now, like the X Men, gotta get some ringers, you know? Mm-hmm. That'd be amazing. Uh, they get Quicksilver back in. They're like, I know you're not really a mutant anymore, but uh, maybe we'll <laughs> get the scientists on you and take a look at you one more time. Anyway, uh, but yeah, so you're right. They, we were coming upon the time. Uh, I will also talk a little bit of inside baseball uh, as far mm. as speculation goes. I should say any of the information that I have or that I'm that I'm speculating on is not privileged. I don't know for a fact. These are just things gleaned from information we've gotten from trusted sources that have been released into the into the ether. You know, right? Like it's not like we Dan DiDio was on my show not too long ago. Uh, he didn't off mic tell me a bunch of stuff that I'm now telling you. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm using those people and 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 sounding like a prophet. Right. So. Uh, I will say it looked like retailers were having a hard time and the comic book industry was looking for new blood and new life. And DiDio was no stranger to the concept of like, how are we going to fill our pockets, make a whole crap load of books and cater to retailers? Because DiDio, Mm. as it turns out, after his uh, sacking at DC, was a big proponent of the comic book retailer market he was like the only one in the office who's like what about the retailers and uh there was there was internal meetings as i understand it between dc and retailers to kind of like come up with something that would get some some feet through the door Mm pre-covid by the way uh of course after covid stores could use them now more than ever uh so they cooked up this concept of 5g which is i understand it was also like we we speculated that 5G was named because AT&T took a more active role in like <laughs> yeah. all of their ancillary companies. And so because 5G was rolling out around the time when 5G, the event was coming out, that maybe it was some kind of like brand synergy. Yeah. Also, I have no confirmation about generations. that. Yeah, I have no confirmation about whether that was the case. I have no doubt in my mind it absolutely was the case. It just seems far too perfect. Also, from what little we saw from promotional material, uh, there were kind of two big things that stuck out to me. Uh, There was the poster where it's like, oh, look, Cyborg back on the Titans. And oh, look, you know, Batman and Robin looking like how they used to and everything. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, is this is this their thing to like try and maybe build an actual timeline where it's like, okay, here's wonder woman in the past with the JSA. Remember that was a big thing. And then that disappeared and they didn't talk about, and here's the stories that's happy now. And here's the future, maybe in a future state. Was this supposed (laughs) to be like, we were supposed to get books from like every generation. This was going to fill in the new timeline. Apparently there were pictures of a timeline too. Yes. That that are now lost to time. (laughs) Dan DiDio deliberately gave an interview that was released from DC of himself sitting in front of a timeline mm. that uh, a bunch of comic book blog sites like pulled and picked apart and pointed out that there were going to be generations of DC mm. and that basically DiDio and a bunch of and a crack team of scholars and experts put together a comprehensive timeline of the DC universe. He's like, it's far too long since we've had a comprehensive timeline. What happened? What didn't happen? Let's put it all together. And so we're going to have five generations, 5G if you will, if you will, <laughs> and uh, that they they tapped a bunch of different creators to roll out with this new 5G initiative uh, that was going to have a whole bunch of new titles and a whole bunch of new status quo for a whole bunch of classic characters. And the idea mm. was, hey, 
let's get more people in comic book stores. How do we do that? Well, the last time we did it was called New 52. New 52 yeah. was a big shakeup. It got a lot of national attention. And every time that we get national attention, we could technically translate that into new readers and new uh, sales, right? Mm -hmm. So how do we get this national attention? Well, in today's day and age, you need to have controversy. And you need to have some kind of like sexy hook, some kind of big, yes. splashy title that makes it into a headline that you can click and hopefully buy. And what do we yeah. do? Well, how about black batman yeah younger about, hipper more ethnically diverse exactly but like black batman that's a headline as it's, opposed it's to funny you know even though batwing exists also that well, it's so funny too it's like black batman by oscar-winning uh screenwriter of 12 John years Ridley. a slave what's what's specifically funny about that is that when we actually see the luke fox costume oh you covered him completely Oh, are you trying to did, did, did you not want the stormtrooper controversy to happen to you? Did you not want your uh, Twitter mentions to become an open sewer of people being like, Batman can't be black. No. I can't believe they covered his face in the new art. I was like, dude, your whole thing was about having him be a representative Batman. Yeah. And then you cover it. Like, that should have been the money shot right there. Like, hey, here's Batman, but it's a black guy now. Boom. That's it. But uh, a lot of but uh, but all those things to combine new Superman, black Batman, possible mm. gay Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also new ethnically diverse Wonder Woman, too, which they had actually set up previously. Apparently, Orlando in his Wonder Woman run set up that there was another tribe of Amazons in yes. like Central America. So I'm like, oh, that's cool. Oh, yep. And here's and here's where she's coming from. Uh, so they had this plan, going to blow the lid off of the blogosphere, going to mm -hmm. have a whole bunch of new titles, new status quo, new everything, 5G. But it yep. all happened. And listen, oh, before you get freaked out, all your favorite stories you were complaining we didn't acknowledge over the last 10 years definitely still happened. But we're mm -hmm. not going to be reusing them or acknowledging them anymore. <laughs> like, Thanks. What an olive branch. But like editorializing about 5G, notwithstanding, these are the things that were leaked slash speculated upon slash kind of confirmed by creative teams. We also know yeah. that for the most part, the, the current stable of creators they had at DC who were working on those titles at the time were not excited about 5G and as such weren't going to be tapped to work on those new titles yeah there's some big names missing no tynan no tom taylor no tom king even no, no scott snyder uh, no josh williamson yeah, no, no snyder no morrison none of the big names you know and a lot of the names they got are either up-and-coming talent younger talent who's probably hungry for some work or in the cases of ridley and some other people too oh you got people from hollywood and cartoons and from outside the regular comic sphere to come in and write this which again very interesting and i have to wonder because those writers are essentially getting two months off now well all of this uh I, I still want to call it 5G. Future state stuff is happening. Yep. Does that mean they're going to go and work on the next thing, what the real crisis is going to be, or just, you know, they get two months to work on what their next arcs are yeah, going to be? I, I, think, I think as far as crises go, we've, we've had our fill mm. as readers, as audience members, and I think for them as creators, Dark Knight's death metal has become like a bridge too far as far as crises go. Like, mm. we've had enough. 
And I think that Future State is their way... Well, we'll get into Future State and what, why we're even getting it in the first place. But when it comes to crises, I think that getting the extra time allows those creators to try new things, branch out. Tom Taylor, for example, not working on anything 5G slash Future State, mm. instead wrote that Marvel book. Yeah. Dark whatever the hell. Uh, where it's like an alternate... It, it's basically just like a DC Easter and Injustice. It's an alternate reality Marvel story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but got to do that. And, Which is uh, cool. and and probably will have a lot of other things on his plate because Tom Taylor's the new hotness and every and, and critical darling, and there's no reason mm -hmm. not to give that guy some freaking work. Absolutely. Uh, but uh so 5G was initially this kind of like brainchild of the previous management that said, like, here's how we're gonna get sales and save everything. Mm -hmm. Uh so instead of that. Uh, they had a big managerial shakeup and a lot of old talent was gotten rid of from yeah. the, the top down. We lost the Dio and we lost a lot of editors. Uh, we also Indeed. got the teeth, got more further teeth, even the molars taken out of black label as a result, because now Aww. Mark Doyle, Andy Curry taken out of the equation, a lot of different creators of what they refer to as the DC bloodbath. Mm-hmm. After the bloodbath, uh, we expected and have not gotten any formal statement from DC regarding the firings, even mm. whether they were technically firings at all. Yeah. And so uh, all we do know is people who used to work there don't know more. That's all we got, right? So we can Very speculate strange. these people all didn't leave at once. <laughs> you know, they were asked to leave. Um we expected and slash and more or less assumed that we we're getting more brand synergy, more corporate synergy as a result. Yeah, yeah. And we've seen that they brought in uh, somebody from esports to kind of be like the general manager of the DC Comics Which brand. Which is the strangest thing to me because you know esports and comics are exactly the same, right? Well, I well well you see here at the top, I don't understand either of those things. <laughs> it's the equivalent of getting your son to do it for you. <laughs> son i don't get the social medias on my on my cell phone business you run the social medias and and i guess the point of the the, the pos system and the technology and everything that i don't understand slash don't want to deal with you you do that Amazing. Son. yeah pretty much uh so sure you know i'm sure they have an arm in the esports world so they're like get that guy he's so smart and he knows what he's doing and he made us some money boom done that's um, usually how it works, isn't it? Did you make us money in the past? Can you make us more money again? Well, they, well, they don't know that. They, and they would never ask that question because, you see, they know it's all a little game, you see, where they're like, well, you made us money in the past. Ergo, since all of this is a lottery slash gambling <laughs> operation, I can bet you'll make us some money in the future because of your known commodity. Like, ugh. Also, new president Pam Lifford came in and caused a stir even before the big corporate shakeup. Yeah. Which uh, which changed the direction of what DC was clearly going in at one point. Uh, so yes. we have a major managerial shakeup. And my guess is at this point, because we'll get into what future state is officially. But as we transition into what future state into the future state conversation, my mm. assumption, and Joel, correct me if you, if, or jump in if you, if you agree or disagree, jump in anyway, uh, <laughs> basically is what I'm saying, uh, is that they paid for a lot of stuff and they oh, got yeah. a lot of stuff because no one who had been making books up until COVID 
was working on anything. Yeah, like those guys a, did their thing. And those absolutely. guys over there did that thing. And so when we got oh. to here, we had two sets of books being done. Mm -hmm. And then it's we canceled the, the entire initiative. But we have all these books that we spent money on. Yeah, absolutely. And like some stuff was going to come out anyway. The Ridley Batman was coming out regardless if they called it the next Batman, whatever they were going to call it. But yeah, you 100% correct. We we paid for these. We commissioned these. We got to release them. Oh, but people don't like 5G. People are mad at the concept already. Well, here's what we do. We just file off the serial numbers on that future <laughs> state, which blows me away that so many people online were like, oh, I didn't like the idea of 5G, but this looks cool. It's the Thing. I love that. I love. It's actually kind of fascinating, and I wish there. I wish that these pu that these publishing houses, particularly DC, but Marvel too. You're guilty of this as well. Uh, that they spent their like research and development budgets on market research. Like, mm -hmm. I would like to know what the cross section is of people who were vocally anti five G mm -hmm. and vocally pro future state, and I think. I think that the that the Venn diagram would indicate that the cross reference here, the the the, the cross section, I should say, is that the the middle ground is it's temporary. Oh yeah, without a doubt. You know what else reminded me of Malibu Stacy, yeah. where it's like, no, it's the same Malibu Stacy as before. She just has a new hat. Yeah, but she has a new hat. But she has a new Future hat. Day. <laughs> Literally that. I mean, it's 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 essentially just we took everything that we made for five G, we. And by the way, the reason why some of these books are like limited series or whatever is just because that's probably how much they got done before they told them to stop production. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's like, well, well, some of these books are standalones and some of them are big anthologies with like stuff that doesn't make sense, like grifters <laughs> and midnighters and everything else. It's like, yeah, because that's what we commissioned and we got to put it somewhere. So we'll put it in a bigger book and maybe charge more money for it. They haven't said if they're going to charge more money for these. They have said that you can return them, which makes me think that, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially what we're getting to is 5G was a was definitely a thing. It mm -hmm. was definitely an initiative that was going to be aggressive and look exactly like this. It was canceled and now it has been repackaged as this. The most oh, yeah. amazing thing about it for me is that when DC announced it, they straight up announced it like there is a official statement from DC circa October 15th of this year, which outlines what it is, what you can expect, who's working on it, how mm -hmm. long it's going to last, what the what the family of books is going to look like. It yep. is the kind of transparency that is uncharacteristic of this company very I much so. that, i expected we'd have to wait way longer for them to drop even a hint of this yeah and and the, the fact that they're doing it is another i don't know another feather in their cap as far as public opinion goes because people would like to be told what's going to happen or yes. at the very least get some kind of inkling that your company knows what it's doing now ironically dc has no idea what they're doing but they do know how to package it to look like this you wouldn't believe and i'm sure joel you can also attest to the amount of misinformation regarding future state or the very least mm -hmm. the kind of assumptions made where they're like where, where they're it's that so close yet so far moment where they're like people go uh it's like 5g but it's reach they changed it i'm like no no no, no, no <laughs> ladies and gentlemen 
they did not change it. This is 5G with a new logo on it. Like, not <laughs> a new... They, did, they changed the ending, they changed the dialogue, they altered the art. They, no, they changed the logo and put it out as something else because it yep. was so different. Because 5G was going to be that drastic. Oh yeah, naturally. That That's why it's easy to just dump it out and be like, it's this thing! Ugh. Because now, and what's frustrating is, now, it's future's end. Yeah, I was thinking of that, that it reminds me a lot of Future's End. It also reminds me a lot of Convergence, where similarly they stopped every book they were doing for like two months and came out with like a bunch of new limited series. And if I recall, that didn't go well for DC. They like were giving away those books because all the regular DC readers are like, hey, where's my regular DC book? What do you mean I can't read what I was reading for at least uh, two months? Yeah, but I will say that we've seen the contrast to that with Secret Wars, where all the yes. books were canceled. We got an inundation of crazy ass books that had that were straight up not in any kind of continuity. They were just like, mm -hmm. what the hell? And people loved them because we got a bunch of cool creators out of it. We got a bunch yeah. of really cool ideas out of it. And because people knew it was temporary. People yeah, knew it was yeah. just part of the plan and it will be over. I'm sure a ton of people were like, well, if that's the case, then I'm dropping Marvel forever. But a, mm -hmm. but a disproportionately larger amount of people were like, Sounds cool. I'll check it out. Absolutely. And indeed did. And I think that that's that's actually good for DC because now it's like, listen, it's a two month period where a bunch of books are coming out that you know that you wouldn't normally get. And the other thing is, of course, like <laughs> the other thing that's really even more complicated is, well, what if they sell better? Yeah, that's the real crazy. What if these like books and creative teams actually have legs what if people want to keep reading uh mariko tamako's uh detective comic stand <laughs> into where i'm like yeah this is a fucking good team and a good pitch there and yeah why isn't a woman writing detective comics agreed it is going to be weird when they just go back to business as usual which from what they're saying is the plan that all these stories and everything else will continue two months after this so i'm like oh so i'll go back to the stories i was already not invested and also it's like you shake it up with these new creative teams and then we're just going back to the old creative teams <laughs> i don't know so uh let me read some super chats and then we will get into the statement yeah. officially from dc and then talk about the titles and whether we like them or not hmm. um oh crap i have to go back we got so many super chats <laughs> that that i lost my list. place um, our cup runneth over it does it's i mean it's it's a good problem to have um joel you I, I sent you the link right uh yes yes you did would you mind taking a look at that and sharing with people what exactly dc says future state is okay sure i'll read the little thing from the top here oh this is a big one there you have uh, to read so... the whole thing just like more like what's the what's the what's the gist of it so basically they're saying, you know, you know, we're, we want to start uh, 2021 off with a bang by giving fans a glimpse into futures both near and far. Have they actually said how far in the future we're going? I thought it was five years, but I could just be completely wrong. You know, it's it, that was an assumption I think I made as well. I honestly feel like it's it's got to be not a lot because like Harley's yeah. still a thing and it's like she's got to still be like young and sexy. So it's like it's probably got to be like three five years maybe i don't know because like it's not batman beyond it's not future's end where it's that far in the future but there know? are flying cars though yeah yeah i i don't john's a little older but he's still a teenager you know what i mean like i don't know yeah. my assumption is five years let's assume five 
until right, we're told there you go. That's it. It's it's always five in right. DC. Uh, also, too, here, uh, they are sure to mention that, yes, this will have death metal connectivity by saying that, you know, the multiverse uh, was saved from the brink of destruction. But the triumph of the DC heroes has shaken loose the very fabric of time and space. Uh huh. So, yes, this is because of Dark Knight's metal, which makes me think, OK, so at the end of this two months, will there be some like story going through all the books where you put the genie back in the bottle and we just go back to regular time? Is there going to be like a Pandora character running around <laughs> being like, I remember time as it was. I don't think so. And here's why, because it would be expensive to hire these people to come back and make like bonus art to stick into these mm, books. So I yeah. think it's just going to be like, we're going to give you as much context up front as we possibly can. Like just, just to get you situated. Cause and, we have to. And yeah. And we're just going to hope that new readers will show up and buy it just because of the sexy new covers, which by the way, mm. wanted to say the design aesthetic for futures state, uh, not to say the logos, but rather the, like the, the, the cover branding. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. I like the, I like Pretty the bright solid. color. I like the logo and I like the, the design aesthetic. I think it's a brilliant. Oh, very cyberpunk. Yeah. And it, and it really differentiates it from the current line. So you can really yes. go like, okay, that's, a black label book that's uh whatever the hell a batman book or that's a superman book and that's the other stuff <laughs> like it's it's really it's good it's immediate identifiable stylistically too it's interesting because you know unlike a future's end or unlike a convergence where all these new titles were connected to a bigger ongoing event you also had to be reading to understand what's happening uh -huh. here the story seems to be propped up almost entirely by the family of books like if you want to follow the bat family story with the magistrate and everything else read those books if you want to see why superman's not on earth anymore and why john's maybe acting like a dick read the superman books exactly so, uh, all right, let's jump into some super chats because those are going to be there's going to be quite a few of them. Um, but yeah, so DC is officially saying like, hey, this is read Dark Knight's Metal, but really you don't have to. It's just like shit gets fucked up. And now we got this <laughs> new status quo, like doesn't always. And even <laughs> then, like, is it fucked up or is it just like where we are? I'm sure. And or originally it was just like. And now we're here. Yeah. But instead, it's like, oh, no, like it's topsy-turvy. We got to put it back where it came from, I guess. I don't know. Uh, so Lawrence Perry says, uh, greetings, my good gents. I'm rereading Lee and Ditko's Spider-Man run, and I'm digging the compressed storytelling. Are there any good examples of compression in modern times? Thank you. Uh, thank you, Lawrence. Great super chat. Thank you very much. Um, com d yeah, compression in modern storytelling. Hard um, to come by. Yeah, it's not it's not as prevalent as you'd expect uh or because everyone's as writing hope. for trades now yeah it's hard uh but the, those the dc you... digital books especially the superman one those were really good one and done stories agreed well yeah you're talking about like batman universe and superman up in the sky and stuff uh no, not even that i'm saying like uh what is it superman man of tomorrow like the new digital stuff they're doing is really good uh, right. compressed storytelling yeah 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 i would not go to the current deceased digital uh, series at world's end that is no the very definition of of decompressed it's supplemental material for other stories you're already reading right um but you know i think i think they're writing it for the trade now and i think that's pretty much the norm unfortunately yeah 
Uh, Taylor Petcher, I'm ex- actually excited to see how many new voices are in Future State Stable. Yeah. I think DC needs to build a new generation of writers and move away from the John Snyders and Kings. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, every company needs to do that. If you're not building new stars, you can only cash in on the old guy so much until it's diminishing returns. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see who rises to the top out of this and who mm. like becomes the new hotness like and 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 what their goal is like are they here for the long haul are these people that they brought in from tv and movies like are they excited to be part of this do they enjoy the process did they that's always the question or, or are they here just to tell that story and now that they think it doesn't matter they're like well get out of here i don't care anymore you know it's funny i i was unsure about john ridley for the longest time because it's like okay you know he's an oscar winner he doesn't need to do comics but he wants to do it anyway because he clearly has a story to tell that you know is pertinent to his interest and everything and then i read that joker war zone thing he did where he introduced luke and you know set up the new status quo i'm like oh this guy actually read the comics that came before. Holy shit. He knows his continuity. He knows what's going on. Oh my God. I, I, I think we might have a comic writer here. Sal. <laughs> That'd be dope. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I read that too. And I, I was, I was as surprised as you, uh, Neo pancake, uh, the Dan Moore designs look great. They, they really do. Dan Moore mm. becoming a mainstay DC artist is like sad because we lose, we're going to lose him off of once in future. Not right now. There's no official announcement, but there's no, <laughs> You know, they're, they're going to work him to the to the to the bone. Um, but uh, he is a he is a great resource. Uh, I'm excited for both Batman books and the John Kent book. Keep awesome or keep up the awesome work, guys. Thank you, Neo Pancake. Hey. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what it is. I'm going to read them all and try them out. Same. Uh, Dimitri Katasen, Katasenavas. Katasenavas. Nah, I'm sorry. Dimitri, Zoom time. Uh, what do you think about how similar Batman 100 and Spider-Man 850 were? Both try to change the story and both disappoint. Love the show. Thank you very much. Um, I think it was just like clandestine. It was just happened to be like they both were heading towards their inevitable, con- not inevitable conclusions, but like they're both any milestones. They're both wrapping up story arcs. So they had they, there's going to be some parallels. Batman and Spider-Man are two orphans who feel an overwhelming sense of responsibility to take on a abstract concept they can't defeat so like you're gonna see mm-hmm. like synergy or uh synchronic- synchronicities between the two um i i will say i liked the batman one more if only because of the wild card that was harley putting a spin on that that we hadn't seen before and in fact tynan was good to his word in that finale where it's like look i know you've seen a story like this before but i promise i'm gonna tell it differently yeah i preferred spider-man i think that he said that and then didn't deliver on it so uh spiky animations what do you think of the new who do you think the new batman is Uh, duke thomas or the signal or luke fox keep up the good work guys love comic pop thanks spiky no i I definitely not it's not definitely not duke yeah, it's been more or less confirmed that it is going to be Luke, or they could swerve you because, again, as we saw at the end of that Warzone book, they're talking about bringing back Lucius's original kid from a couple crises ago who would often fight with his dad, you know, calling him a sellout to Bruce Wayne's big white money. So wouldn't that actually be interesting? Where it's like, oh, no, you think it's Luke, but it's actually the other kid. Exactly. Uh, crowbar i used to work at a comic book store in glendale and today would come in and all the time and just buy a ton of books nice guy really oh, cares wow. about local comic book stores i've heard the oh. same thing crowbar I'm, i actually love that story that mean that's that's very indicative of the dude he really that's likes nice. his local comic book store and he supports the industry sorry i, was, I wasn't sure if you were gonna say anything no no i was done 
<laughs> David Brolt or Brailt says favorite channel on YouTube. Thank you, man. Uh, oh. Love Damien a lot myself. Gleason's run was so nice. I never ever want mm-hmm. him to be the next Batman, though. Don't worry, he's not. Uh, unless <laughs> you ask Morrison. But only in the really messed up, uh, what is it, 666 timeline. Exactly. Uh, Anarchic Arachnid says, hey, guy, I'm kind of disappointed that Superman War of the Worlds isn't trying to be an adult, isn't trying to be an adult Connor or Chris Kent being Superman out in the universe. Yeah, I mean, that's too bad, but like, I get it. But hey, we get World War Hulk with Superman, maybe. Yeah, (laughs) we'll talk about that title in a minute. Uh, Brandon Musha says, uh... The mutants play soccer on Krakoa. It's everything Hickman likes about story really long, seemingly goes nowhere and can end with a zero zero loss. <laughs> a dumb tish. Yeah, damn. Amarta Acharya, a comprehensive timeline, isn't there? Uh, I still can't wrap my head around when Joker War and Death Metal are taking place before or after Hell Arisen and not even mentioning Doomsday Clock. Don't worry. Don't think about Doomsday Clock. Neither are they. Um, yeah the answer is uh they don't care my favorite thing is uh nightwing in the death metal time like oh i just became dick graced again last week in the world ended i'm like shut up no you didn't because joker war takes place after city of bane and friggin bane is getting recruited by perpetua and apex lex in that story so none of this can be happening at the same time shut the hell up yep exactly you know maybe it just occurred to me like there's just too many books like if there are fewer books you can keep the continuity straighter. Uh, just some guy with a mustache. Hello, my dudes. I have a random out of left field question about my for my two favorite comic experts. An absolute oh. carnage. Why did Cap have to get into the Codex thing? Isn't he like a fake dream Cap who didn't go through symbioting? Yes. Uh, we we don't want you to remember that though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? That's like that's like when people are gonna remember that uh, well, there's gonna be a, a story arc where like they release some mist into the air that kills all clones and mm. Black Widow's not gonna die. Also, isn't Red Skull's old body technically Cap's original body? Is he not also not on his first body? Because didn't they pull a switcheroo once long ago yeah. and stop talking about it? Yeah, just don't. No, just don't. And Kate's don't like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Uh, Scarlet Hottie, you guys honestly have more journalistic credibility than most comic news sites. So thanks for doing this show every week. It's my favorite. Aww. Thank you, Scarlet Hottie. We really appreciate it. I uh, I don't want that kind of responsibility, but I do appreciate the kindness. Um, Rusky nine one one zero. From a business point of view, do you think five G is a good idea? I think I'll be picking up a few number ones at least. Well, don't forget, it's not five G. Future state. <laughs> it's future state. <laughs> uh, no, it's right now. Future state is actually not a good business idea because it doesn't have the national the international national hook that 5g Mm. was going to have right it doesn't matter anymore it's just a thing it's a blip i think too it's a matter of short term versus long term because again as i mentioned at the top of the show i'm not reading a lot of dc books right now because i find it hard to invest in a lot of stories right now heck i just dropped justice league dark and i was loving justice league dark but this last arc just totally uh you know sucked out all my enthusiasm for Mm. again no fault of ram v that book had a lot of stuff going into the end but yeah even if i do like these books and i am buying all of them and i probably will because i want to cover them for the channel and everything i'm gonna stop again when the two months is done (laughs) and then we just go back to business as usual yeah it's gonna be interesting to see and hopefully i mean like i don't expect dc to maintain this level of uh transparency because it's not really being transparent because they they're not saying this was 5g they're just they're just putting it out uh so 
I don't expect them to maintain any level of transparency in the future. So if you like love a title or you, or, or you prefer something else and you know, they're, they're just going to tell you that like, they're, that you'll, 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 I think your favorite character will come back someday. Like you're not going to know what their plan is because I don't think they really have one. No. And I, and I would at least like the promise of a safety net being like, okay, here, read these for two months, see how they go. And, oh, you know, the most popular, highest selling one, we'll try and work some of that stuff in to the main line at some point, or even just, okay, when you come back after two months, we promise we'll have some new stuff for you, either be it more new number ones or new creative teams or something waiting for you at the end of future state. But I, no, they're just like, nah, business as usual. Yeah. I, I think that future state could also just be a try, like a tryouts period where they're just like, the books are done, put them out. You know, everyone else who worked on them is just waiting in the wings for a call if they even need mm -hmm. the call. So maybe what we'll do is, you know, if, if, if like the next Batman sells crazy good, they're just like, okay, Tynan, get fired. Uh, Ridley, you're <laughs> in. Like, I, I really do think they'll do that because they're just like, we need to keep sales up and we don't even really care anyway. We're probably going to go all digital in the future anyway. So it could all happen or we'll only like make six books. Uh, Alex Cash. I actually don't think they're being particularly transparent here. Orders for January open in two weeks and final order cut off just a few weeks after that. They had to solicit now. Oh, see, I didn't know that, actually, That's but funny. that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> they're just like, it has to come out or they were or, 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 or they're not coming out. I mean, that makes sense. And it does. And it, it's in keeping with my point about how, like, they're only being as transparent as they can spin it. Yeah. Uh, but thank you very much, man. Jam Call X, only good things about Convergence, the birth of John Kent, and they and that they save little Leon Harper. Yeah, you know, that is funny when I thought about that. It's like Convergence, very much the same deal. Ooh, we're going to change it up, and ooh, you know, past, present, and future, and we'll keep the stuff you like. The only thing they kept was John Kent and old Superman, which it didn't need to change the entire line to know <laughs> people wanted old Superman back. No, no. Yeah, you could have just done that on your own, and in fact... Uh, Tomasi and Gleason did a really nice job of basically just redoing it anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Mark C., the new GM from EA, is apparent simply a diversity hire. His record at the game company isn't that good. I wouldn't know. I don't like care about like that. It's more just like if it's more their relevancy. I don't care about like what their color of their skin is or whatever their like particular orientation is. It's more about like. Why did you call someone from EA? Did yeah, you is know the big them? Question. Like, what was the idea? Are they good at their job? Like, that's all I care mm -hmm. about. Kwaku uh, uh, Akwaye uh, says, I think Future State 5G could have been more interesting if it was more like the Ultimate Universe. A few ongoings, that would have been a really good idea, man. I love that idea. If they had just been like, mm -hmm. no, Future State is the Ultimate DC Universe. End of story. Right. Like, we're going to diverge DC into two different universes. One is this universe, this, and one is this universe. Because DC always has such an odd relationship with the future. The future is always just in sight, but it never comes because Batman and Superman can't age, and we always got to maintain the status quo. The, the future is a fun thing we do to shake up sometimes, but in the end, the future never gets here. That's right. Uh, Dilapa Fiemi says, uh, do we actually know why Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver are not mutants anymore? Are they not Magneto's children? Uh, both. They're not yeah, mutants, nor are they Magneto's children uh, because of the retcon from Axis, uh, because of the Fox, Perlmutter, Marvel, Disney problem. Uh, mm. Now that Fox has been has been acquired by Disney and it, the brand synergy is such that they didn't need to do that retcon anymore. 
no one has no one selling a Scarlet Witch, a Quicksilver, or a Magneto book. So no, not at the moment. No one cares at the publishing line. It doesn't matter. No. So since it doesn't matter, they're not going to do anything with it. And in fact, I'm sure Hickman was like, I don't have a plan for those two characters. So I'm not going to do anything with it. Although he, he, they are kind of doing something with Scarlet Witch by turning her into the Krakoan boogeyman, which yes. I, I, I feel a lot of people miss that point that like Exodus is basically telling revisionist history. Yep to everyone and being like oh and scarlet witch was evil and she did this that and the other but magneto was so awesome and he had a big dick in a red suit and he saved us all and just gloss over all his you know generations of crimes against mutant kind uh-huh yeah no it, it is very much a deliberate thing where they like i like the scarlet witch idea and i think hickman was just like i think it's actually more powerful if i don't do it because yeah. then i can turn her into the pretender and it's like this thing um and who knows and, and like but nothing hickman's in. done has undone the possibility for a retcon. Yeah. Like all he has to do is have Scarlet Witch or Quicksilver walk through a, through, through a gate. And there you go. And retcon undone. Uh, Alex, there is something so wonderfully tragic though about Scarlet Witch, this outsider looking in literally barred from paradise. Right. Uh, Alex Cash, better strategies, ultimate universe style, parallel line, total reboot, not doing this at all. Two and four issue miniseries are not enough time to introduce characters, much less enjoy stories on new and inventive backdrops. Worst of all worlds. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's just a way to save the to, to try and recoup some of the loss of their finances. Like Pretty we much, spent yeah. money on this entire initiative. It's done. Put it out. We can make some money or no money right now. Exactly. And you can't blame them for that. No. Uh, Anarchic Arachnid, in my opinion, if it turns out Future State, solid, amazing crisis on crisis in early 22, 2022 and fall 2022, introduce it as non-current universe like Ultimate Marvel or MC2 was. Um, again, not a bad move. Uh, I think you don't even need to do a crisis to make that part of the alternate universe. You could just say at the end, like Tempest Fugonaut shows up and goes, that's the ultimate DC universe. <laughs> Getting back Tempest to our regularly Fugonaut. scheduled programming. Like, I really yeah, wouldn't really. expect that yeah boy kids that was a fun diversion <laughs> now back to present timeline when are they going to call their event just diversion <laughs> i mean that's what convergence was hey we need to stall for time while we move everybody right and tevia uh why are they john kent bottle his home like red sun uh because that's the story they wanted to tell and you're gonna have to read the book to find out that's the point they want you to be asking those questions so you'll plop down money to buy the book and see i don't what's work up. there i have no idea uh, so, all right, DC officially says, listen, Dark Knight's metal ends or death metal ends. This happens. It's two months. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <You> <laughs> Which two is months. exactly the amount of books we made. <laughs> exactly. To fill in two months where we're age of apocalypse. <laughs> yes. Uh, we're getting a bunch of new characters as the as or characters as the beloved original characters we knew and some new status quos for some characters we did know um we're yeah. getting a bunch of oversized anthologies as well mm -hmm, uh, so mm -hmm. let's take a look at some of those oversized anthologies uh for example let's. future state the next batman is gonna be four issues twice monthly yep uh dark detective four issues twice monthly right this is the bruce centric book yes uh superman worlds at war the kal-el centric book four issues twice monthly the rest mm -hmm. of these are all four issue uh no actually that's not true and then superman of metropolis which is the john kent story two issues monthly 
Right. And uh, Future State Immortal Wonder Woman, two issues monthly. Then we have three books that are also two issues monthly, Justice League, Green Lantern, and Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah. Um, those are going to be some of the oversized anthologies that we're getting from Future State. Right. Uh, they also, by the way, dropped a whole bunch of logos against like a sweet monster energy drink background. <laughs> they sure did. And I hate the background, <laughs> but really yeah. like the logos. Some of them are really nice. Some of them are really solid and a lot of work went into them, um, which is interesting. And I, maybe 5G was maybe the whole cover aesthetic was going to be 5G. Oh, and yeah, they just absolutely. changed the logo and wrote future state instead. Oh, I, I would put money on it. Um, <laughs> uh, so let's take a look at some of these titles that are coming out. Uh, let's, I, I guess I could do that based on the logos because sure. they released all the logos. Um, sure, sure. the titles we're getting the next Batman. Actually, yeah. let's see. Uh, yeah, the oversized comics, next Batman, dark detective, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Uh, next Batman. That's the John Ridley book, which was uh, going to be coming out anyway. In fact, his, uh, what is it? His uh, Black Label book will also be coming out around the same time, I do believe. Oh, my God. Is that the same thing? No, it's different. That was his other history of the DC universe. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, that's right. Uh, so next Batman. We're getting a new Nightwing book. Yes, which is so weird. We finally brought him back. You only get a couple issues with him and then boom, we're prop popping him into the future. But man. That Nicola Scott costume looks fucking dope, though. It's a great like it's great because I think it harkens back to the kind of like Elseworlds Nightwings we've seen a lot of. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, so they're like, screw it. You've you've, you've seen enough. You said you got Jorge Jimenez's uh, Nightwing in the streamlined original costume. Let's move. On. Let's let's do something new. It also looks like it's not going to be his only one either, because in the Titans book, we see kind of like a flashback and he's got like the old gold costume now, like he brought some gold back into the suit again. He was Ooh. feeling nostalgic. Yeah. Uh, Robin Eternal is a book we're getting. Man, I'm glad they dusted off the Eternal subtitle. I liked Batman Eternal and Batman and Robin Eternal. And also, hey, you're getting a Tim book, everyone. And all it took was the end of the world and a jump into the future. <laughs> That's true. I also like that it's called Robin Eternal. Yeah. Uh, Dark Detective. This is my assumption. I, I assume this is the Bruce book. Yes, it is by the looks of it. Also, no, no capes in the future. Everyone's dropping their capes. That's right. I, except for Wonder Woman, Diana. She gets a cape. Yeah. But I think it's Superman's cape. So whatever. Uh, Catwoman getting a book. Uh, sh they're just shoving her face into the logo. Now, what's interesting about that one is that Ram V is writing that one and Ram V is going to be writing the current Catwoman book. I think he's the only person who sticks on with the book he was going to be writing anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, some of these are not like 5G future state book. These are just straight up books that we're getting that are happening mm. around the same time as well and getting yeah. a facelift. Uh, Harley Quinn, obviously getting her own book. With uh, the lady who actually premiered, Stephanie Kisses something or other, who actually premiered in those uh, Superman digital books this week. And apparently her Superman digital one shot was very good. Yeah, that was a uh, Stephanie Phillips and Simone DeMeo. Thank you. That was what I was thinking. Um, let's see. Actually, that's break. Yeah. And then there's Superman of Metropolis, which is the John Kent book. Also no cape. No. Yeah, no. How do you like the, the new logo or the new outfit for him? I don't mind it, actually. Again, it feels very uniquely him. I like the belt. I like he's got a big old belt. Yeah, I am surprised. Like the amount of work that goes into redesigning Superman is like mm -hmm. Herculean. 
Totally. And it just seems like they just did it. Like, they, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't feel like they like they like they agonized over it because, of course, like the Superman rebirth suit, the Superman New 52 suit, the fact that people are still like complaining about like the trunks, no trunks. They're like, yeah. oh, and then John gets a suit. Here it is. Yeah. Da -dum. Uh, in the Superman family, we're also getting the Guardian. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we remember him. He exists. Yep. Uh, and Mr. Miracle is getting a book because, of course, Got to strike while the iron is hot on Mr. Miracle, Sal. Yeah. yeah. But it's um, also a new Mr. Miracle. It's not scot-free. It's no. going to be someone new. Of course, <laughs> because it's not like people knew who scot-free was anyway. Yeah. By the I way, Superman the Metropolis, <laughs> Sean Lewis and John Timms, The Guardian, Sean Lewis and Cully Hamner, Mr. Miracle, Brandon Easton and Valentin Delandro. Right. Uh, and we get uh, Superman Worlds of War. That's a four issue mini or four issue series uh, from Philip Kennedy Johnson and Mikkel Yannon. Yes, apparently something happens in the Superman universe. Superman is framed for something and has to leave Earth. Then he ends up going to War World to fight in the gladiatorial arena. So, again, I, I mentioned before, it's like uh, World War, War Hulk, Hulk, but with Superman. Why not? Sure. I've uh, heard worse pitches. Yeah. You're getting a Midnighter book by Becky yeah. Cloonan, uh, Michael W. Conrad, and Gleb Melenkov. That's a dope combination of characters and writers. And also, again, you're leaving so much money on the table with Midnighter, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Getting a Black Racer book by Jeremy Adams and Sia Oum. Also, apparently, a new Black Racer as well, not the original. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Immortal Wonder Woman number was one through two. Becky Cloonan, mm -hmm. Conrad, and Jen Bartel. Nice. You're also getting Nubia. Yeah, Nubia, a character who people love and talk about, and I think who's gotten a great following on the internet. It's like, hey, there is actually a Wonder Woman in continuity who is also a prominent black woman as well. So here you go. Yeah, that's by L.L. McKinney, Althea E. Martinez, and Mark Morales. Uh, you're also getting monthly miniseries and one-shots, including Future State House of L, Kara uh, mm. Zor-El, Legion of Superheroes, Superman Wonder Woman. Yes, uh, which is going to be the uh, John version and the new uh, Wonder Woman as well. Makes sense. Uh, Superman versus Imperious Lex. Yes, which looks very interesting because this basically seems to be Lex getting what he wants and getting to build his city of the future and everything. And who, who who's writing that one again? Mark Russell and Steve. Okay, Pugh so it's making that. So show. it's going to be funny then. So yes, I'm down. Three for issue that. miniseries ending in March. Uh, and Wonder Woman by Joelle Jones. Yes. Uh, we're also getting a Justice League family book. Uh, Justice League 1 through 2. Green Lantern 1 through 2. Uh, I'm sorry. No. Uh, so Justice League. We're getting Justice League by Joshua Williamson. Right. Which is a very cool pitch. And if they were to get him to write main Justice League, I'd be fine with that. Justice League Dark by Ram V and Marcio Takara. Who is also currently writing the book as it stands right now. So. Yep. We're getting uh, the Green Lantern book, Future State Green Lantern 1 through 2, and also Last Lanterns by Jeffrey Thorne and Tom Rainey, mm. and Tales of the Green Lantern Corps by Josie Campbell, Ryan Cady, and Ernie Altbacker, with lot Sammy Basri and love. Clayton Henry. A lot of Green Lantern love. I like that John looks to be leading the pact on this one, and also he got a crazy new redesign. He's got dreads and a sword now and a cutoff vest. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we're also, of course, getting Suicide Squad by Robbie Thompson and Javi Fernandez. 
but it's going to be the Earth 3 Suicide Squad, which is very interesting because it's like, well, if they're evil in the other universe and the Suicide Squad are bad guys who are forced to do good, are these good guys forced to do bad? <laughs> so the Bizarro universe. <laughs> so so strange. Well, again, because the Suicide Squad is kind of like gray morality. So what what is gray morality like on Earth 3? I don't know. Uh, and of course, Black Adam, because of course, bo- movies coming out. You got to get Black Adam by Jeremy Maybe Adams Stephen and Fernando Passarin. Uh, you're also getting these monthly miniseries. Aquaman by Brandon Thomas and Daniel Semperi. Man, his new costume looks great, Calder. It's a complete fusion of the cartoon and how he is in the comics. Man, that's a good looking costume. Completely agree. Uh, the Flash from Brandon Vietti and Dale mm. Eaglesham. Uh, no, right. nothing about it. Apparently they're facing the Horseman of the Apocalypse, and this is going to tie into the Shazam book and the Titans book, too. Okay. Well, we are getting Teen Titans by Tim Sheridan and Rafa Sandoval. Yes, yes. With they're, they're kind of fusing a lot of the different teams like, hey, here's Dick, but here's also Lobo's daughter. And also, is that uh, Red X from the cartoons that you <laughs> kids can't keep talking about? Well, there you go. Apparently, they start some sort of Teen Titans Academy that ends up falling apart. And this is like the post of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shazam from Tim Sheridan and Eduardo Pensica. This is also going to be connected, apparently. Yep. And Swamp Thing from Ram V and Mike Perkins. Mm. Swamp Thing, who might be a villain in the future, because they're saying this is the final form of Swamp Thing, and he is very unhappy with Earth and climate change and how we've all been doing. Yeah. Uh, I also forgot to mention the Batman family of books, so let's jump into those. Mm. we got the next Batman, one through four. Uh, John Ridley, Nick Darrington, Laura Braga. So it's going to look great. Outsiders from Brandon Thomas and Summit Kumar. Interesting. The Outsiders book got canceled, but they get a backup. Good for them. Paul Jenkins is coming back to do Arkham Knights. Wow, that is interesting. Uh, with Jack Herbert. Batgirls. Yeah, which is a fun premise. I feel like I pitched that on this show or another <laughs> one. Where it's like they got so many Batgirls. It should just be a team. I wouldn't be uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, that we saw a, a pitch, we saw that like teased in the Batman book recently. Yes, in the War Zone, yeah, where That's it's like, a, hey, what if uh, Cassandra and Spoiler hung out and did stuff? And I'm like, that'd be fun. I'd read that. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Uh, Vita Ayala and Aneke, uh, and Gotham City Sirens from Paula Steven Bergen and Emanuela Lupacino. You gotta wonder, did they ask Paul Dini to write it, but he couldn't? <laughs> I would have. And uh, of course, we're also getting Dark Detective from Mariko Tamaki and Dan Mora. Great combo. I'm reading that book. Grifters from Matthew Rosenberg and Carmine D. Gian Domenico. I mean, Rosenberg is writing it and I like him. Man, Grifter is getting a weird push again. Like apparently, like I think he's in Batman this week, he actually. Is. Okay, so yeah, what's what is with this weird grifter pitch, which again reminds me of Future's End, the last time they tried to give Grifter a push. Yeah, and like just Grifter? Like if you want to pitch the Wildstorm universe coming back or these characters, like please do that. Oh, but it's a team, the Grifters. They all get a red mask and no. the ability to see aliens, I guess. Like, hey, you know what'd be cool? You there's a great opportunity for you to bring back Team 7 and Gen 13. 
Well, we tried to give you Team 7. It had skinny Amanda Waller and Deathstroke on it. I don't you want that. That's not, nobody asked for that, man. I wanted a war book. <laughs> well, some people are never pleased, says DC. I guess not. Maybe when you... Like, here's some ice cream. That's dirt you found on the ground. Eat your ice cream. You're just, just ungrateful. Uh, yep. And Red Hood by Joshua Williamson and Giannis Milongiannis. I'm actually really surprised that they didn't get the team that's going to be doing the new Red Hood because you would think they would want a little, you know, uh, what's the word? Uh, continuity no. between that because they're finally relaunching the book now that we got rid of the old sex predator and now we actually got a new interesting team on the book. But hey, I like Williamson. Let's see what he's got. Yeah, totally. Um, so that's the lineup. These are the books. Yeah. <clears throat> These are the creative teams. This is the new status quo for a minute it's more like yeah. let's have a look at the future for a second for a second there it's a glimpse they should have called it future glimpse is what they should have called it <laughs> that would be amazing future um, peak just peak it just a little bit yeah so that's that's it and by the way no insight into why does wonder woman have batman's utility belt green lantern's ring and superman's cape oh, i'm gonna have to read to find out i guess so <laughs> uh what is your hard on for grifter uh <clears throat> you know yeah, all kinds of other questions question. <laughs> it's bizarre not a batman who laughs to be seen not a lot i mean there are two batman in this book or in this universe yeah. but not a lot of batman no all things considered they actually kept it pretty small yeah it's pretty trim not a huge bat family like it's no, no Batgirl, no, like any of the other. Well, I guess Batgirl. You're getting two Batgirls for the price, but like, that's what I asked for. Streamline it. You want uh, to do a bunch of Batgirl books? How about one Batgirl book with a bunch of Batgirls in it? Yeah, they can trade off. It'll be yeah. great. Makes sense to me. I don't know. So, what? So, that's what Future State is. That's what we're getting from Future State. The question is, what can we expect from the future? When we Before we answer that yeah. question, I got to do some super chats because we just got a sure. bunch of them. Uh, here we go. Uh, Angel Smith, five bucks says Damien's the new, the new red X. See what it did. See mm -hmm. Damien's the new being red X. Uh, see what it did there. Robins always end up being red X. Right. But I mean, that would kind of make sense. And also like people love red X, but the whole point of red X is that he's vague. He was a fake identity. The Robin of the teen Titan show created, and then someone else took the identity and we never knew who it was. Sure. Why not? D yeah. Damien's not Robin right now. We don't see him in the Titans book and Tim is the main Robin. So sure. Why not? Older, older Damien can be red X. And you know what? This is the first time we're getting an incontinuity red X. I'd be happy with Damien being red X from now on. Yeah. Maybe that's how they work it in. That's going to be his new identity. Yeah. Jack O'Connell. Uh, Hi, guys. Hope you're both doing well. I'm dropped off DC as well. Aquaman is the only series I'm following. The runs since mm. Rebirth have been amazing. It's yeah. true, Aquaman. They put a lot of really good talent on Aquaman, even though I keep saying it's like, okay, so can Deconic be done with this, though, and move on to something else, though? Because <laughs> <laughs> I really like them, and I want them to do things, the other things I would read. Like, like bigger things. Yeah. Like, thing, like, again, I, I love Aquaman, but Aquaman is niche. <laughs> yeah. Amarta Acharya, uh, how much do you want to bet the last tie-in of Death Metal, which has both Snyder and Johns as writer, will have Superboy Prime and try to reconcile the difference in timelines at DC via a reality punch? Hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. I didn't know that Johns and Snyder were working together on a tie-in. I'll have to... Neither did I. Um, 
but yeah, Superboy Prime is the reason he's in the book is so that he can punch something and change everything. Man, I love how like Superboy Prime in that last issue literally calls himself a gatekeeper. Like I am the shitty fans personified. Yep. Dan V900 deceased honestly is doing a great job with the next generation since you have Damien as Batman, John as Superman, Cassie as Wonder Woman. It works. It does work, it does. but I think it only works because it's an alternate reality. Yeah, that's the thing. Like if you if that became the main universe, it would feel weird. And as I keep saying, yeah, we got actual real legacy in the DC universe and actually got to move forward. And all it took was the zombie apocalypse. Right. Alex M, would you call this the unofficial end to rebirth? No, Heroes in Crisis was the end of rebirth. Oh, yeah. The big bullet in the back of the head in the woods. Yeah, this is uh, this is just the next phase. And even then, it's like a temporary phase. I I'm interested to see slash just like stress worried about what the next phase after this is going to look like, because I yeah. feel like it's going to be less about like coordination and more about scra desperate scrambling. Yeah. Dan V900, I'm just wondering how far in the future the future state is supposed to be. Bruce is based off one cover, has a beard with no white or gray hair. Yeah, five years. He's only supposed to be like 30, 35. It's not give it's, or it's take. Fine. If, if it's five years, we don't know. Yeah, well, we're just assuming because everything is five years in DC. <laughs> exactly. George J. Hi, guys. Wanted to show some support and ask what your thoughts are on the future state Suicide Squad book that has Connor Kent on the team. Oh, yeah, that's right, because it's Earth 3. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. They can do whatever they want because it's multiversal. It's a bigger concept idea than the Suicide Squad usually gets, which yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. And they need to have something out there that says Suicide Squad for the trades so that when the movie comes out, you can you can pick mm. that up. Um, Fallen Angel X00. Now all we need is Batgirl Eternal to round out the Batfam Eternal series. That's true. Well, I guess there was not a Nightwing Eternal, but Nightwing was Robin beforehand. So. Right. Uh, Dan Wesley with a great uh, gift. Thank you very much for your super chat and for your uh, your your adorable working out pair character. <laughs> uh, the super casual pleb. Uh, sup, guys? Not much, man. What's up with you? Hello. Taylor Petcher. I'm happy to see Philip Kennedy Johnson on Superman. The last God has been awesome. Hopefully he's the he's one of the breakouts from Future State. Yeah, that's would, the real thing. We can start taking bets. Yeah, I would keep my eye on him uh spiky animations what happened to barbara and jim gordon in future state is barbara back to being oracle and is jim dead too wait where's alfred well alfred's still dead but maybe not i don't know yeah i don't know either i don't know i think i think for those like because because like batman is probably not um operating out of the cave anymore mm -hmm. uh we're not gonna see like alfred or like traditional batman stuff we're gonna see batman like more grassroots batman kind of stuff yeah which we've never really seen before no and i mean they kind of tease that in detective comics from last week where it's like okay it's batman you know working without a net basically it's like oh but he still has like a super x-ray computer that he can do for crime scene analysis i'm like oh i was expecting him to like you know get his hands more dirty all right <laughs> oh but i mean he doesn't have a cape so i guess that's something also, Bullock is just commissioner again, even though he quit at the end of Joker War. I'm like, come on. And even Batman in the story is like, seriously, you quit for like 15 minutes. Yeah. He's like, I knew they were going to bring me back. Come on. He, he should be a private eye again, like he has been in the past, like in Gotham Central. It would make way more sense now, especially given the recent climate to have Bullock be a P.I. Agreed. Uh, David Briolt, Artemis and Bizarro got absolutely shafted midway through the Red Hood rebirth run. So weird they did that, in my opinion. 
I mean, everything about that run is weird. <laughs> Not the least of which the man who writes it. Yeah. Or just, wrote. Just for me, too, why does DC feel the need to have phases? I don't know, man. Well, phases are a good way to delineate, like, when we started and when we ended, where we are and what we're doing. Like, it's just it's just a smart uh, marketing term to be like, this is this phase and we're on to the... Like, otherwise, it's like, what are we doing? Who's in charge? Who's Who are we calling? What are we... Like, What what is this? Like, the, mm. Hollywood and the entertainment industry love labels. Sure do. So, and I don't think they're even calling it a phase. I think it's just like, we're calling it one because it is. Yeah. Uh, and Radical Radish, what's with writers giving Diana her friends stuff? First Dead Earth and now Immortal. I love it. Uh, yeah, man, I got big Dead Earth vibes from Wonder Woman wearing a bat belt. And uh, I was kind of like disappointed because I'm like, oh, man, now people are going to start like because it was really cool and earned in, De- in Dead Earth. And now it's just kind of like a thing she's doing in this. I mean, we'll have to read the book to find out. But yeah. I was like, but it was special in that. Now you're just doing it. Now it's just a thing. It's also like Diana's got lots of cool shit. The bracelets, the lasso, the sword, the shield. Occasionally she has her own stuff. Yeah, she has a lot of accessories. She doesn't need to also have a bat belt or a lantern ring. I, I, I my assumption is because like they're not they're getting dead. rid of Diana, that she is kind of like the torchbearer for the original universe. Well, and also too, because again, if generations was the way it was supposed to be, maybe she was meant to be the through line because she was the first hero in the JSA. We forgot about that. And yeah. then she would be the last of the original heroes. Cause I think Batman is faking his death. Yep. Superman is off her. So she's like, you know, keeping them as like a tribute to them. Yes. I mean, she really is like, she knows, uh, you know, she's the through line. She's been around forever. We don't even know. Maybe they're not, I mean, I like that idea better, and I think that's probably what it is. But I was going to say, like, what if they're not the originals stuff? What if it's like that's Mm. Alan Scott's ring and that's like that's like pre-crisis Superman's cape? You know what I mean? Oh, interesting. What if she's so old that those are like the original incarnations of those characters stuff? And she's the only one who remembers. Yeah, I, I think it's more that she's like, when you come back, I'll hand you your stuff back. Yeah get us out of here safekeeping <laughs> yeah so uh let me make sure we're good um yeah so that ladies and gentlemen this is future state i wouldn't be worried about it because no. it's just a bunch of stuff that they set up that will not really matter unless it sells really really good mm-hmm. and the problem i think with the marketing for this and the, uh, you know, the lack of, you know, uh, gravitas is that like the only people who are going to like pick it up are people who normally go to comic shops and people who normally yeah. go to comic shops are your, are your marketing or your bread and butter, like the, your demographic. Mm-hmm. Are they going to want to give this a shot? You know, where if you, if you made this initiative for new readers, will old readers pick it up? I don't know. Since you're mm-hmm. no longer catering to new readers because you're not marketing to them. I don't Very know. Very weird. Time will tell. It's it's really interesting. I am very interested in all of these titles and in the initiative, especially because like it was going to be for serialized fiction. DC and Marvel, they make serialized fiction. They make these characters go on these adventures that are all part of an ongoing timeline that can never truly resolve. So mm-hmm. If you're reading these things, you never really have a good jumping off point because like it's a drug and we got to get you to the next thing. Yep. Next fix. So it what would be fascinating and interesting 
out of 5G would also have been the new status quo, so there would never have been any truly true resolution to it. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's like you'd be like, oh man, what's this all about? What's this all about? Who's this? Why are they doing that? You may actually get answers to these questions at the end of it. True. <laughs> Which is kind of cool and kind of exciting. Like that excites me more, where it's like, hey, remember Future State? Where like we got Black Batman and he did this, this, and this, and then it ended. What a cool story that was. What a cool story that was and didn't meander. And we got like, we got Black Bane too. And oh, like, you know what I mean? Like we didn't go off the rails because we ran out of ideas. Hey, remember uh, Tim Drake got to be Robin again in a cool story? Yeah. Like we may see some carryover in that regard where it's like, hey, people like Tim as Robin. Keep that. Mm-hmm. People like Catwoman doing this. Keep that. Supergirl is now Superwoman. Keep that. Oh, we never even talked about her redesign. I actually quite enjoyed the redesign they gave Car. She's got a big disco collar. Now, no cape because it's the future and there's no cape. No but she's got a battle skirt that actually moves around much like a cape. That sounds cool. Yeah, no, I like her outfit. She got a big old belt buckle, too. Everyone gets no capes and big belt buckles big in the future. Yeah, somebody, for, somebody at the WWE showed up and was like, <laughs> let me help you with your designs. <laughs> let me tell you, it's all, it's all belts. All yeah, the, the capes will get caught on the ring. Forget it. Uh, ENBY Yellow Paladin I can't wait for Batgirls by Vita Ayala I hope they will be the one that breakout writers they will be one of the breakout writers of this event love you guys you too man thank you yeah yeah let's hope I mean like I think a lot I think at the very least you're gonna get a lot of eyes on some potential new creators which is exactly what we needed Mm. Uh, we did need new creators we needed new blood I think we're gonna get it and I think we'll get some new status quos as a result of this, after it's all over, just by virtue of the fact that they're like, well, people like this creator, this creator, this creator. What do you have? What do you got for the regular yeah. universe? What are your pitches? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. But uh, um, what's the what are the titles you're going to be picking up Im- immediately? Because I'm buying them all. Yeah, I'm going to try and check out as many as I can. Again, thankfully, uh, what is it? Freaking, I won't be buying three X-Men books a week at this point, so no. I can maybe experiment and try some new stuff. Uh, definitely want to check out the new Batman because they've essentially said that this this is the one we're most interested in. This is the one that was going to come out regardless. Yes. So that's definitely a big one because they're getting behind it so much. I haven't read a Superman book in like almost a year and a half yeah, since too. Bendis is on. So boy, it'll be nice to experiment with Superman again. Yep. And I'm check some of those. those the Justice League book looks fun because I like this wrinkle that they have to keep their identities secret from each other. That's new and different. Yep. That's cool. And uh, I guess Suicide Squad, too, because I'm a big Suicide Squad fan. Absolutely. Um, I like I, I think they're also probably going to carry over the Far Sector Green Lantern when they undo oh yeah that's right i forgot she's on the team too she's the green lantern of this like she's the main green lantern that's actually a pretty cool carryover and i guess to the new wonder woman as well just to see what that's about because i get the feeling a lot of people are gonna be really interested in new wonder woman definitely Uh, i'm interested i know nothing about her Mm -hmm. i just kind of like how fun it looks yeah so cool cool stuff um listen if you want some more cool stuff uh, go to the Baltimore Comic-Con this weekend, BaltimoreComicConLive.com. Uh, just subscribe to this channel to watch some of the uh, shows. And of course, you'll also want to go to BaltimoreComicConLive.com to watch the whole damn thing starting on yeah. Friday and moving all the way into Sunday. A lot of fun. It's really cool. I think you're really going to enjoy it. Uh, please check it out. Uh, it'll be fun. Uh, and 
And if you are not a fan and you uh, and this channel is inundated by videos from Baltimore Comic Con, <laughs> it's a it's a temp it, like Future State is a temporary thing. It's going to wrap up in only a couple of days. Like so, <laughs> check that out. Uh, but yeah, uh, otherwise, I guess that's it. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitch.tv/comicpop and also go to Patreon.com/comicpop for a bonus show, which we released oh, yeah. a uh, episode of because we didn't have time to do a show last week. So I released one shots, our our Patreon exclusive show as an Elseworlds exchange. That's the kind of show you can get if you follow us on Patreon. So go to patreon.com slash one too. What's that? You picked the perfect one too, the Venture Brothers. Yeah, one. I figured, it, you know, and I'm recording them on video. So it's like, oh, OK, like I'll just make them video files. So, yeah, check it out. Otherwise, uh, thank you all so much for hanging out. Thank you very much for your su support. Uh, thank you for your ideas, your thoughts, your opinions. And uh, of course, for keeping the conversation civil in the chat and uh, mm -hmm. not giving Danielle too much work to do. Uh, <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Thanks a lot for watching. So long. Bye bye. <laughs>